0: This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.chiefseatreviews.com. click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. When I was a kid, I used to
1: spend summers on my uncle's farm. He had this plow horse that he used to work with every day. He really loved that plow horse. One summer she came up lame, could barely stand. Vet offered to put her down. You know
2: what my uncle said? No, what did he say? said, why would I ask somebody else to kill a horse that belonged to
0: me? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.
2: Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is the one episode, <laughs> one hundred and nine. <Yeah. laughs> this awesome is callback. Wow, this is episode one hundred and nine, and today we're talking about Spy Game. Uh, this was uh, requested by listener Andrew, I think. Um, Wait a second.
1: It's not Spy Hard?
2: No, not Spy Hard, which is a Leslie Nielsen movie and hilarious. And, and Spy, Spy Harder. Spy Kids. And Spy Harder. No, I don't think they made another. Spy Kids. That's That's got Antonio Banderas in it, right? Oh, Antonio, no.
1: Banderas. Antonio I Banderas. I watched
2: uh, I Spy. I Spy. That was actually my a, little eye. That's actually a pretty good little buddy cop movie with uh, uh, your, your Owen Wilson and your... Uh, your other guy that's in Corny's favorite movie, um, crap. What's his name? <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Wait, oh. You guys I mean... got any? You got any? Got any more? Because I can. I like this. Uh, yeah. I don't think I saw that one.
1: Well, there. I just. You know, what about Melissa McCarthy's spy? I thought that's what we were supposed to watch. About the
3: E.S. spy in.
2: I was watching the that earlier. Uh, we are watching, uh, but we did Spy Game 2000, 2001 oh. Spy 2001's Spy Game. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew uses puke juice to get out of teaching Jimison. That's actually a tactic I
0: use on a daily basis, <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Mister hey, Jimison. We're day. gonna we're gonna come in and do a review of you. Oh, hold on, let me just drink this little vial. Oh, sorry, I can't today, it's Cornelius. Dinner out is a go, Logan.
3: <laughs> you know, uh, I think every night I need to have a uh, special black op.
2: <laughs> yeah, because you know, I'm black. I don't huh? get. I don't get. I don't get it. I'm black. I oh, okay. Black op. See, I'm. You know.
1: Since
3: when?
2: I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, um... actually,
3: speaking of which, since. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, my band had a gig this uh, past weekend and, uh, we decided, um, we, we would start adding, uh, some other nineties tunes and so we pulled out no diggity, uh, for those of you who remember that. <laughs> and there's a rap part at the beginning and I did it. And So we get in end of the nice. gig and guys look back at me and go, I didn't know you could do that. And I was like, well, yeah, I can from time to time. I got skills. You know, it's like a special power. You know, I summon it every once in a while, but no one really wants to see me do it. That's fair.
2: Uh, and Sam <laughs> gets fake invited to farewell parties all the time, Vector.
1: Absolutely. And I have decided in honor of this movie tonight, Sean, your name tonight is going to be Twinkle Pants.
2: Twinkle Pants? That's your spy name. What? what? You're Twinkle Pants. Twinkle Pants. I'm confused. Why would you call me that?
1: Every good spy needs a, a code name.
3: That's true, so, true. They don't have code yeah.
2: names in this movie.
3: Well, they should. <laughs> they yeah. don't do it in Bond. This Brad Pitt was Brad Pitt was <laughs> Terry. You know that was
2: Terry. an alias. I, I,
0: well, right now, well, our podcast and, and Twinkle Pants are like and the same.
2: Yeah, like we're not even close to each other on that.
1: <laughs> right now, we're doing Operation Mental Anguish to our listeners.
2: That's true. <laughs> and you
1: are you are operative tink, uh, Twinkle
2: Pants. Twinkle Pants. <laughs> Okay. Pink pants. Uh pants. Okay. Well, yep. uh, I I don't accept, but uh, as I know that uh, arguing with you will only be pointless and fruitless, I will just accept it.
3: Um. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
2: So if I'm, See,
1: I, you, finally, you finally figured it out.
2: Oh yeah, it's just easier just to. You know, just lie there and let you do whatever. (laughs) I've been slipped too many roofies by you. I'm just going to give in. This is uh, what Stockholm Syndrome or something that's happened right now. I do love my jello. Yeah, I've just given up. So, Um, this is the sound, this is the voice of a defeated and beaten man. Um, This is 2001's uh, Spy Game starring Robert Redford and Brad Pitt. So, let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into this movie. Um, and as we get ready to talk about our initial thoughts and stuff like that, Andrew has
0: some words to say. Retiring CIA agent, Nathan Muir, 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 Muir. Muir. I like how you're having a hard time with the movie you just watched five minutes ago. (laughs) Recalls his training of Tom Bishop. There's a name we can all say, Tom Bishop, while working against agency politics to free him from his Chinese captors. Yeah, that's sure. kind of what this movie is. I'll go with that.
1: certain
2: extent. Yeah. So Robert Redford and Brad Pitt, this is at least the second movie that they've done together. I know they did, um, didn't they do a River, no.
1: River Runs Through It, right? But
2: the Robert, Robert Redford directed it. He wasn't in it.
1: Oh, well, but they were together.
2: Yeah, so maybe. I I'll
1: look, I'll look real quick. You keep going.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I like both of these actors, and they are both fine actors, and I like both of them in this movie. Um, But that's skipping ahead a little bit. So, Andrew, uh, who here had seen this movie before today? This was a
0: first. Yeah? And uh, it was all right. I'm a big spy buff. I like, you know, James Bond, Mission Impossible. Uh, You know, I just enjoy a good spy film. This one was okay for my taste. Um, I didn't really like how the story was told as far as uh, the kind of the recalling of the story, and several movies do that, and I feel like it works in some movies. For me, it didn't work in this one.
2: Okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, Corny?
3: I, uh, (laughs) as I just kind of finished the movie... um... Honestly, honest with you, I love this movie. <laughs> um, I did have an explosion, so that uh, immediately puts it up towards my uh, upper numbers. So um, I and I, maybe uh, think about uh, born movies and uh, uh, a little bit of leverage here and there. So I was actually pretty pretty happy with how it went down. Um, maybe in you know another viewing it might go down, but initial viewing, initial thoughts.
2: I'm actually pretty happy with this movie.
1: Okay, Sam. Oh, you caught me mid-yawn. Sorry, dude. Sorry about that. That's all right, uh, Twinkle Pants. Um,
2: Wait, we'll, movie... we'll start. We'll start calling you Mid-Yawn. Mid-Yawn. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Because yeah, you put um, people to sleep.
1: This was my first first time uh, seeing this movie. Um, I thought I'd seen it before, but there's so many spy named movies like we were making fun of earlier. I I might have mistook another one for it. I love Robert Redford and Brad Pitt together. I swear they could be father-son. They yeah, have they, the exact same look um, that, that, that kind of makes them look like that. I think they kind of fed off that in this movie a little bit. Um, I thought it was well-acted. Uh, I believe that Brad Pitt, uh, all his motivations and all his, his actions had uh, had a soul to it. And also Robert Redford uh, trying to manipulate and uh, matriculate the uh, the world of. Uh, Do I need to bleep
2: that out? I don't think so. Uh,
1: I almost said IRS, the CIA. Yeah, one of those three lettered ones. <laughs> um, I, I had a few problems with the movie. Sometimes D-O-G. the pace. The pace was a little slow. Um, I uh, I didn't. Uh, what was it, Andrew, that mentioned the flashback? I had a hard time believing that Brad Pitt was in Vietnam, and then was yeah. forty years older in you know in the action shots in China. That that didn't quite seem right to me. Uh, it just didn't well, just didn't feel quite. The, the age didn't. They didn't do well aging them or de aging them. I liked uh, I liked the. Relationship between the two. I enjoyed the mentor mentee, and the reasons why Brad Pitt kind of bucks up against him are are you can f- understand that fact. Um, Brad Pitt's character is basically not as cold and, and calculated as as the old as Rob Red there. So um, I liked it. It was okay. Uh, it's does not going to set the world on fire. Maybe a prison in China, but not the world. And uh, I, I don't know. Maybe uh, with talking about it a little bit tonight, we can <laughs> eke out some more of these details. How about you, uh, Twinkle Pants?
2: Um, I, I really kind of enjoyed this movie. I was actually going to make a counterpoint to your one of your griefs, one of your gripes, uh, Sam, in that um, you said that they did a bad job of aging Brad Pitt 40 years. It's not 40 years. It's, not, it's barely 30 years.
1: Yes, so, so he they say he's a young and so he's what 18? He is 18 he's eighteen
2: or 19 know. in nineteen right? what 70?
3: Five.
2: Yep. yeah seventy five is when the war ended so like, even if it's seventy five seventy four is the war is ending which is kind of when it was right uh-huh so then in so 25, years 25, later, 25 years later I can buy the fact that he would be no. in his forties that's how old he was when he made the movie yeah uh, he didn't look 18 <laughs> I like how you just say no.
3: No, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, there's, there's but... There's no way around it. This okay. is the same I miss.
2: Yeah, this, this is the one that we're all kind of used to. I'm not going to use logic. I'm just going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> just,
1: just keep pounding home the, uh, my, my
2: truth. Uh, your truth. Your version of the truth. Let's make sure we yes. say that. Uh, no, I like the movie. I like spycraft movies. Yes. I like these types of movies. And this might be sacrilegious or sacrilege. I don't care. I like these types of movies. I'm not saying I like this movie. I like these types of movies way more than I like Bond. Okay? Because Bond is all about two things. It's him beating people up and using cool gadgets. He's not... He's never Man. using... Yeah, but I'm saying... And those are cool, <laughs> right? That In there's their a, own way. There's In a place for that. Right. Yeah. And you no, know, it's, it's about him having sex with women and beating people up, right? But there's no spycraft, right? There's no cleverness. There's no... Yeah, it's just... You know these movies. It's about being clever to survive. It's about Robert Redford on his last day before he's forced out into retirement, fooling a, a, a room full of CIA people, higher ups, and and he does it all. He, he's able to run a rescue mission in less than twenty four hours by just being clever and being smarter than everyone else yeah. in the room and doing a couple of psych level. Um, you know, picking things up, you know, what sideshow, like things like that, like picking up clues and stuff, that stuff I really liked in the movie. I thought it was really clever. And I like those types of movies. Um, the born is kind of like that a little bit. I mean, it's obviously more actiony than anything else, but he's also clever, which is why I like him more than say bond It's because mm-hmm. he has to outwit his adversaries more than just beat them up
3: or just out sex them.
2: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: right. <laughs> uh, that's what I try to do anyway.
2: Yeah, um, t- let me know how that works out for you.
1: Down
0: right so shoddy. far I'm not so well. Yeah, usually get slapped.
2: Yeah, and that's another thing that I kind of like about the um the Jack Ryan series, especially with Harrison Ford, which we've done pretty much the entire Jack Ryan series. We yeah, might, we, 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 we might as well just go ahead and finish out with some of our fears and. I was about to say yeah. That, um, is it
1: some that's we're
2: missing we're, and uh, Clear and Present da- no, Danger? No, um, no, we did that. Yeah, Clear and Present Danger. Those are the last two yeah. that we're missing. Yeah, um, we might as well like just that. go ahead and do it and have have the whole series. But
1: which shows kind of our 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 mindset towards these movies? We like we like these movies. Yeah, I,
2: I like those movies sure. because it's you have you have to be clever, you have to outsmart your bad guys and stuff like that. Yeah. So I like that kind of concept in this movie. Um, it also had a, it's a movie where there's no. Bad guy, right? It's not man. Well, yeah.
1: Well, there, there's there's,
2: there's the, the people in the room. There's yeah. the douchey guy. That yeah, yeah there's the, the
1: douche douchebags douche in the in the yeah. conference
2: room. Douche McBad hair. But I. Yeah. But they're not bad guys. They're just bad dudes. You know what the I'm saying?
1: Bureaucrats is what they are.
2: Well, yeah. Right. And they're they're willing to do whatever it takes to save their own ass, as any yeah. good American bureaucrat would do. Um.
3: So, USA. if you're listening, CIA, USA. we love you. Yeah. USA.
2: Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and, um, I've had uh, conversations with uh, friends of ours, uh, a friend of ours, who thinks that you don't always have to have a bad guy to make a good movie. You know, The Martian was an excellent movie and there was no bad guy. Um, but I also think that's
1: where the bad guy, yeah,
2: yeah, so, but in those types of movies, it takes really great writing and really interesting storytelling, and sometimes it's just more convenient to have a dude you have to fight.
1: is it um, bad though that that I really wanted to see more of Brad Pitt's character? no in terms of doing spy stuff, I no. like that yeah this movie.
2: i I wanted to yeah. too, um. So and, and, and,
1: again, though, the, it's not like the Robert Redford stuff was bad. It's just.
0: Well, I was going to say know. I enjoyed the Robert Redford stuff more so than the Brad Pitt stuff. Man, I. Yeah.
4: For yeah. those of you listening
2: yeah. at home, I'm sorry. Skype is sucking tonight. So we're just going to have to uh, do our best. We apologize. Power yeah. um No, you're right. Power I. For- and this is funny. And uh so this is a Tony Scott film. The CIA
1: film. just came online, by the way. Yeah,
2: they're they're monitoring us now. Um right now. Yeah. Can you can you boost our our Skype signal there, CIA? If you're at least gonna listen in, you should not not run down our bandwidth. Come on. Uh this is a Tony Scott movie, uh May He Rest in Peace. Yeah. Yes. Um
3: so, I was gonna say, how many Tony Scott movies have we seen?
2: Oh, I don't know. I can I can
3: answer. And
1: it. I was gonna say if um if this wasn't directed by one of the Scott brothers, I and it was in a kind of a mediocre director's hand, this could have been a disaster film.
2: Uh, according to answer your question one, we've done Days of Thunder.
3: Oh, that's right, that's right. I,
2: I was going say, uh, I really would like to do Enemy of the State. I really like that movie. Oh my God, that movie is fantastic. That Will Smith, right? Yeah, yeah. Gene Hackman. There's some kind of spy craft thing happening there. Yep. Um, he did Beverly Hills Cop 2, which I think would actually be really good for this show.
3: <laughs> that um, movie was not as good as the first one. I know. That's why
2: I think it would be good for this show. Much better
3: than the third one. Holy cow.
2: Yeah, the second one's weird. It's a little comedic. Uh, Taking of Pelham one two three, And the last movie he directed was Unstoppable, which is the one with him and Captain Kirk. I liked the train. that one. I liked it, too. Um he's, it has two he's, train he's,
1: movies, right? Back to back, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny. He's a train man.
2: Yeah, he is a tra- train man. Sorry, <laughs> my my three year old has a book called Train Man, and I read that to him probably every other night. It's his favorite book. So when you say Train Man, it
3: just makes me laugh. Well, anyway, what are his powers. What are Train Man's powers? Uh, train
2: Man's powers is that he gets to say all aboard. He gets to take tickets. Um, he drives through up big hills and through dark tunnels. Uh, he checks the brakes, and at when he and at yeah. the end, everyone he gets do, off.
1: <laughs> he could do five kilos of
2: cocaine without any repercussions. Ooh, wait—that's a different
0: kind that's of like, an that's that's like for a party.
2: Me. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> he also is a big fan of—he likes him, uh, Tony Scott, not trained man, but Tony Scott likes him some uh, Denzel because yep, he was an yes, Unstoppable, Taking a Pill, Him One Two Three, and Deja Vu and Man on Fire. I'm surprised uh, he didn't have a cameo in Spy Game for some reason.
3: But could you? All right, all right. Yeah, oh, he was
2: also was... in Crimson Tide.
3: Okay, okay, all right,
2: right? okay. Yeah, so there you go. Um, I was making a point about Tony Scott.
1: D- no, no, Denzel wasn't in Crimson Tide.
2: Yes, he was. Was he? I yes. He's sure? the black guy opposite of Gene Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> they.
1: You're... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Hunt in our cover. Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry, I was thinking how to Hunt, and I'm like. You know. The
0: other submarine.
2: Yeah, not not the other submarine movie. No, yeah. No,
3: I'm, I'm not gonna fight you on this one.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna win that one.
3: Yeah, I won one against Sam. Damn you and your logic.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm surprised Sam didn't just stick to his guns and be like, "No, he's not." I'm pulling up clips of the movie, and he just Sam just does his typical. Nope not
3: not real. You made that up. Yeah. You know uh, you know Joe Pesci gets third billing in that movie. Yeah.
1: You photoshopped um, that face
2: in.
3: Yeah, I photoshopped it
2: <laughs> um, into a moving picture. I love it. Uh, so anyway, so I, I liked that this had the Tony Scott kind of flair to it feel. Um, a lot of jump cuts. Um,
1: a lot of roving cameras.
2: Yep. Um, a lot of cameras circling buildings yeah. and helicopters. Yeah.
3: Um, the, you know how we mentioned that uh, you know Enemy of the State would be a good movie to watch? Um, there are a lot of those, I think, those uh, visuals in yeah. that movie uh, that he borrowed, or sorry, that he well, sorry, he borrowed into that movie, but not from the from this one into.
2: No, other the way, way around. Enemy of the State came first. Oh yeah, it did. did yeah, it. he borrowed from Enemy of the State for Spy Game. He also did it in Deja Vu. He did a lot of that kind of stuff in Deja Vu. Um, and I actually like Deja Vu, but I really have to turn my brain off. <laughs> um, yep. because when I start thinking about the time travel aspects, I, I my brain can't not just rip that movie apart.
1: Are there rules problems in that, too?
2: There's lots of them, um, and it's, it's a causality issue, right? So, like, the idea would be, like, in, in Back to the Future, right? If, okay. you know, when Doc Brown got the idea for the flux capacitor, if he instead went back to the past, right, into nineteen fifty five and handed him the diagram for the flux capacitor. Like it doesn't work that way. That's kind of you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah that's kinda of how that doesn't work. That's kinda of deja vu. But whatever. I like deja vu and it's a good movie. It is deja vu. And um this does feel like deja vu, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like this. I feel like we've Very said nice, these exact man. words, Andrew. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I'd, I'd like to take this opportunity this moment and explain to the listening audience that we've actually already had this conversation and my computer decided to take a dump so we're doing it, it again
1: one this uh, this week with that
2: Yeah and and this was the greatest six minutes of audio we have ever recorded and it's lost forever. There was a
3: unicorn involved.
2: Yeah the, that is not true. I will say this we I will we, I do want to do this all right We were talking about the first time. Um, we were talking about, uh, some of the tropes and things from the movie that we liked and Corny came up with a great name for a trope that I want to give credit to Corny for saying. And that was, uh, Sam brought up the, um, the secretary, right? Oh, sorry. The, uh, office assistant, assistant. or office. Uh, administrative assistant. That's the phrase yeah. now. Um, and what was your, what, what was your point, Sam? Oh, that, that she's going to have a pretty darn bad day the
1: next day. Like we we're, we're talking about victims here. And who we felt sorry for, and I feel sorry for the port secretary who's going to have to deal with the repercussions of helping Robert Redford free Mister Pitt.
2: Right. Uh, <laughs> you said Mister Pitt, but for some reason in my headphones, I thought you said Mister Pip, and I'm like Mister yeah. P- Mister <laughs> Pib, Mister <laughs> Pib, like Doctor Doctor Pepper tr- showed up to rip off Doctor Pepper. Um. So then, so corny. Uh, And then uh, came up uh, with the, you know, we said, well, because she basically said, like, I didn't want to work for that guy anyway. And, of course, Corny came up with the great trope of the
3: I don't want to live forever trope. Right. And so that's what
2: that is. But so I have to ask this question then, which I think we're kind of back to where we were originally before my computer crashed. Um, Would this be our... um, our, our hopping, one-legged man from Dark Man concept, remember that? Where we, we are yeah. introduced a character, kind of but we don't know what happens way. to her, or them?
1: Huh. Okay.
2: Would she be our hopping man?
3: Oh, Yeah, I'd say no, so. Uh, uh, i so. I don't know. No?
2: We feel pretty confident that we know what's going to happen to her?
3: I think this is our, um... In any other movie where you have that person who's a just random information getter, um... Like uh, Felicity, Felicity Smoke and Arrow or um hot the little uh the uh Julia Styles from um Born The Born movies. Yeah. Yeah. Where they just exist. They do things and then they actually Or the old lady in Titanic. <laughs>
2: I'm not quite sure, like, it's the same correlation. But. Sure,
1: Sam. Well, I mean, she yeah. gives information, right?
2: I guess. The okay. whole
1: story comes from her.
2: Yeah, it's not what the other ones do, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine, whatever. Whatever, Sam. Let them have, have it. After 108 episodes, 109 episodes, I'm just beaten down.
3: Oh, uh, I'm not sure if Joe Pesci happened in the uh, missing um, six minutes, but. Yeah, no, Joe it,
2: Pesci. It, no, you did that earlier. We were fine with Joe Pesci, so that's our second. I wasn't,
3: I wasn't sure. He's
2: standing outside my door. He gave me the look. That's so, weird. Uh, And that's unfortunate. So, okay. So, if Gladys isn't our hopping man, okay. um, Because with Gladys, we're given two options, right? She either goes and works for that guy, and nothing happens, or she is forced to leave the CIA. In which case, she she can put on her resume worked for the CIA, right? Mm -hmm. So,
3: can you? Yeah. I mean, I guess she can, right? I mean, like you know, how do you you know? Worked for a uh, covert I- agency? No, nope, can't put that. Um, I mean,
2: but you could probably put like if you you know go knock on the door of the FBI. I'm like, hey, I used to work for the CIA. What do you want to know? McDonald's. Oh, jeez. Either way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, the only other hopping man I can think of would be would be the uh, the guy who he t- took the ID from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually you know yeah. like i kind of feel bad for him like is he gonna get in trouble because he lost oh, his yeah, id you better
1: believe
3: he was gonna get in trouble yeah <laughs> you know i was kind of sitting at debriefing so what happened all right man see i was at my desk i was at a family barbecue uh, but...
2: i got i got invited to a party and then i don't know i can't find my id i mean he just <laughs> he barreds into that dude's office and was like get out this is uh top secret like oh okay He's, like I hope that doesn't happen, but I mean, I guess yeah, it could.
0: Yeah. We'll try that at work.
3: But you know, enough. I figure every other badass operative, <laughs> they get the right to just walk in anywhere and like get out. I like Andrew how or, you, I you need just this. snuck
2: in there under your breath. I'm going to try that tomorrow at work.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just walk into like a vice <laughs> principal's
2: <laughs> office the and be like, principal's <laughs> office. "I need, get I need, a, I need this to make is a top call." Secret, get out. This is top secret. Get out.
0: <laughs> I have a government <laughs> issue, I need to speak to this all.
2: Yeah. It's, it's called my pay rate. No. Um, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Sorry,
0: I could
3: all I can imagine right now is Andrew walking in and <laughs> with Ted seriousness get out, and the person leaves. <laughs> so
2: this, so this prison that Brad Pitt has to break into in order to save his girlfriend, right? Yep. And he had a buddy on the inside. Ken Leong was on the inside. There was one of the doctors who was kind of helping him out, along with the other guy was there, kind of helping him out, and. He formulated this plan that he knew that he was going to plug in this device that was going to fry the electrical systems and him yeah, because he needed yeah. to be pretend to be dead, right? That sucks. Holy crap, what a plan. Like, <laughs> your plan is is dependent upon you not getting electrocuted and dying. Um, you know, uh, yeah. as, as as Robert Downey Jr. said in Avengers, not a great plan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But he he was able to succeed. I guess my 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 note was simply electrocutes himself to kill power. He's got balls,
3: <laughs> or he had balls,
2: or not anymore. He fried him off. <zzt> uh, um, and then uh, so I, so that takes me to my first clip. Da-da. Clippy, clippy, clippy. When did Noah build the ark, lettuce?
3: Before the rain. Before the rain. Yeah, didn't get that. Didn't get that at all, I'll be honest with you.
2: What do you mean? You didn't get it?
3: I within the context, I don't know if I just weren't paying attention. Yeah,
2: you you were probably
3: Was something happening?
2: Well, the concept of what this was happening is is that right, he's he's got these documents that he's not sure whether or not he needs to keep. And so he gives them to Gladys in, in, in case she needs to destroy them. And she says, there's something going on, and that's when he says the quote, basically saying, I'm going to protect myself before the shit hits the fan, so to speak. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I'm going to take these steps to ensure that I'm okay, and that my, my guy is okay, before things go down.
3: Okay, that's fine, but there could have been a better analogy for that?
2: Well, I mean, come on, dude, you and I make fun of, uh, friggin', um, uh... Uh, remember the Titans all the time for Boone saying all these weird things that didn't make sense. you guy throws I've a brick
3: before man. I've heard it from half of my family.
2: The <laughs> guy throws a brick through his window. I will not dance, without I don't hear music. I don't have a. I will not scratch, but I don't have an itch. I will not be intimidated. That that doesn't make any sense, Coach. <laughs>
3: Oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> that does not that does not translate well to band kids and getting them to uh, do the things you need them to do.
2: No, you can't make them run at three a.m. to Gettysburg and have them have a bonding moment. Of that, yeah. you can. that doesn't work. You can. do you I, did, I didn't run. And do you just go up to one of them, and just smack them, and say strong side, and see if they get it?
3: Uh, absolutely. <laughs> or while they're
2: doing, uh, you know, what is pain?
3: French bread. What? That's what I've they do, right? That is not that.
0: I um, tell them it's what is, time to make the Jimmy F What is... Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> do a Deadpool reference. <laughs> what is it? Maximum effort. Yeah, you should make them scream that before they do everything. They go into the field. Maximum effort.
3: And they all run. The I, I guarantee there's going to be at least one band this next season that I hear does that.
2: I like that idea a lot, actually. And Jimmy <laughs> Chongas. Um, <laughs> sorry. So here's another one of my random weird thoughts that go into my head as I'm watching this movie. So there's, oh. a, there's a scene, right, where they're, they're in the meeting, and they're, it's a, they're talking about another man's life, right? And what they're mm-hmm. going to do with him. And they have lunch catered. And, I, and I'm just sitting here, and I, for whatever reason, all I can think of is, like, that our tax dollars are paying for these guys to have pasta, salad, and sandwiches while this man could possibly be killed in China. But please let's make sure we got a nice catered meal in the corner of the room. I don't know I don't know. I that just that popped into my mind. Like our tax well,
0: dollars are paying for that, you know? Well let's face it though, you know that the four of us, the first priority is what are we eating and then on to other business. No, you dude, <laughs> I'm
2: I'm a thousand percent with you. I went yesterday I did freelance uh, A V um on a job site, we got there at 9 a.m. and the first thing I said was, guys, there is a barbecue restaurant about a mile from here that we need to go to when we're <laughs> when we're ready for lunch. <laughs> uh, seriously, this this is important stuff. And Stu- uh, Corny knows Stuart, uh, as we all know Stuart, because uh, he was on the show a couple episodes ago. He and I like our barbecue, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, <laughs> God, it was good barbecue. Um, anyway, that's not, not the point. The point is... I don't know what the point Barbecue. is. Barbecue. It it's good. You know, what, you know what the point is? This is the point. We need to press on this like we need a third tip. You're using the other two. <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> Wait a second. I just got that. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: wow. Okay.
2: Hey, sometimes it takes a second or third time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Great. What? That happened to me recently. I, I can't think what? of it.
3: <laughs> you use the other two tits.
2: <laughs> no, it was a movie where like, I had seen the movie like 50 times, and then finally I... Total Recall. No, it was... Actually, that's what... yeah, that's yeah, actually what happened. No, actually, it was kind of one of those moments where Titanic. I Titanic. Was... No, no, stop. I was listening to music or something, and then the, the DJ said something about it, and it. This is more of a heavy metal song, and then they went to the next song, and I was like... And then it hit me. Why it's called heavy metal? Because metal is harder than rock. And I was like, my brain exploded like at the end of the uh, um, the movie where the heads explode. Corny, you uh, watched it at my house. Kingsman.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's Kingsman. Yeah, the Kingsman. Oh, okay. I was like, there's Thank a lot of those, man.
2: Yeah, like,
3: like
2: anyway. Kaboom. I'm sure people are listening going. on. Yeah, we we've all known that since eighth grade. You dumbass. Yeah, never 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 connected the two. That Mm-mm. metal was called metal because it was harder than rock. I love it. Anyway, Central Africa. Here we go. Um, Brad Pitt was a good sniper. He was a good shot. Man, it was a good shot. But did that nut scene, like almost scene for scene, shot for shot, remind you of the beginning of Shooter?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Where they're having to fight a helicopter, yep, which was made of explodium.
3: In fact, I... Uh, <laughs> the moment it went like that, I was like, Sean's going to put a note that it made of explodium.
2: I mean, that thing went up like a nuclear bomb. I mean, good gosh. What were you saying, Sam?
3: I was going to say, I had a
1: hard time. I, I kept thinking, have I seen this movie? Have I seen this movie? Realizing that, no, I, I have not. No. because of that. Yeah, because it, yeah, because like, it's
2: just like shooter. I mean, it's probably the same damn helicopter. I mean, I bet you if we did some research we could find out, but um Nah. No, not gonna do it? Okay. That's a good idea. Uh
3: <laughs> damn it. we right, keep going.
2: Nope. you
0: okay?
3: okay. I'm fine. Alright, good. Sorry, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna do it, but now I'm actually curious. You're gonna find out if the helicopter's the same?
0: <laughs> it's yeah. also the same one from Sahara and
2: no, that's a different helicopter. That that looked that one looked newer because it had like rockets and stuff on it. Uh, the duct tape. Oh duct tape, is that what that was? Mm-hmm. Okay. I will say this Sahara, which is a dumb movie. I kinda I like that Sahara. movie.
0: Yeah.
2: Um Sahara or Sahara? Sahara, sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: Depends yeah. on if it's before or a consonant. Oh. Really? I don't know. Oh, <laughs>
2: I was like, well, Andrew <laughs> dropping some knowledge. I, I was going to be impressed, and I'm like we all went to the same school. I don't think they taught us that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, um no, so real quick on Sahara, whatever. Steve huh. Zahn is hilarious, um, and I want him to be in more action-type movies like this, um, like Sahara. Whatever. Or losing an eyeball. Yeah, or losing, yeah, ripping out his own eyeball, like in uh, <laughs> that ridiculous Wild Wild six. West. Yeah, the ridiculous six movie we watched. But um, there's this great line when they're they're getting attacked by the helicopter, right? And they find the old battleship in the middle of the desert. And he goes on the roof to open the hatch, and he comes back in, and uh, McConaughey's like. What took you so long? Steve Stone looks at him and goes, "I stopped for coffee." And He's like, "Did you get me one?" Yeah, I got you one, and I got you a receipt. And it's just this, the back and forth is funny in that movie. I, I like it. It's it's a dumb movie, but whatever. Right, the book is great, right. by
1: the way. I love. I I do enjoy the book. Is it
2: based on a book? Oh yeah, it's,
1: it's a uh, Clive Custer book.
2: Oh, that's kind of neat. I did yeah. not know that. Um,
1: he's got a whole series of Dirk Pitt books, which is. What's his name? I'm all right, all right, all right. Yeah, all right. McConaughey. Yeah, yeah.
2: McConaughey? That's cool. That kind of makes me want to read them.
1: Yeah.
2: um, uh, but not not right now. Um, I have too many other books I'm supposed to be reading. <laughs> like Daredevil season two on Netflix. Um, oh, it, is. Oh, it's a it is. It's the best book I've ever seen.
3: Uh <laughs> it's got the moving pictures in it.
2: There was also a moment in this movie that reminded me um, when he is uh, being chased by the East German cops, right? Which, by the way, those cops were terrible. Oh, they're just drunk people driving. We got to leave them alone. Wait. (laughs) I mean,
0: I know you're... Let the the drunk drivers go. Sure.
2: Yeah, I I know you're you're trying to look for spies and things, but there's still (laughs) two drunk dudes there. Anyway. Um... That reminded me a lot of uh Man from Uncle. I don't know if you guys have seen that. The new one, Man from Uncle. There's a there's a whole the whole opening movie is an American trying to get a agent out of East Germany and um what's his name from the social network? Army Hammer is trying to stop him. Army Hammer. It's kind of a cool name.
1: It is like Twinkle Pants.
2: Yeah, just like Twinkle Pants.
1: Nope.
2: nope. <laughs> no, or not at all. <laughs> Um, I was gonna try to find a way to tie this into Twinkle Pants, but I don't think I can. So I'm just gonna play the clip.
1: No. Yeah. Don't ever risk your life or your career. He's grass. The in the
3: key. It
2: comes down to you or them. Send flowers. There you go. Awesome. Come, comes down to it. Send flowers. Yeah, um, that
1: whole thing with him leaving the German guy.
3: That was that was, that was harsh.
2: Yeah. That was.
3: Well, that speaking was of harsh, uh, Robert River's comments about. Uh, Oh yeah, sorry that that whole thing. I was like, "Damn, that's yeah, that's cold as ice."
2: I mean, and that's I guess I mean that's the way it has to be, right? I mean,
3: yeah, I mean, I guess I can start tr- treating my, my high school students like that, but you I don't know. think you can. Um, challenge accepted students? Speaking Child's of accepted,
2: uh, uh, well, I don't think it was a challenge, but
3: I <laughs> heard <our> challenge.
2: Barney, <laughs> at no point did anyone challenge you. <laughs> Uh, th- there's a funny one like that when they're like, at no point did I remotely challenge you. I want to see it, but I didn't challenge you. Um, <laughs> did you guys, any y'all seen Bridges Buys? No. I'm no? going to, though. Yeah, I, I, it, yes, I, I
0: rented a little. it uh, two weeks ago, three
2: yeah. weeks ago. Uh, Sarah and I did, too, and we both really liked it, and we get why that guy won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. He was so good oh, yeah. in it.
1: The little quip they had on the, the Oscars didn't give it, how can you say? It? Didn't give it justice.
2: Well, not even for that guy. He has one line. Yeah. He says, "We're waiting for another man." Mm-hmm. I'll wait, and that was it. Like, well, yeah. There were so many other better, better moments, but I guess because they the movie's called Bridge of Spies, they wanted to make sure that they show it. They did they a shot a of them on the bridge. Yeah, which is <laughs> only in the last minute and a half of the movie.
0: Yeah. Um, whatever. I really enjoyed that movie.
2: Though. It was really good. But that was also kind of the same kind of spycraft kind of concept, right? Um, yeah. Just this, just uber paranoia that we had back then. Just, man. I mean, we live kind of in a crazy world now. Um, but I think, I don't know. I'm not going to say our era now is better. We just have better technology and whatever. But that was a scary era, too. I guess we're always living in scary eras. We're just scared of different things.
1: Scary era. Era. error.
2: Uh, speaking of scary things and things being rough and whatever. It's not a
4: f-ing game. Oh, yes, it
2: is. It is. It is. It's is. It is. It's exactly what it is. It's no kids game either. This is a whole other game and it it's serious and it's dangerous and it's not one you want to lose. Yeah. Right, right. It's a
3: spy game. Yeah, I know.
2: I'm glad he didn't say it because that would have been real dumb.
3: Yeah, I, I was very happy that it didn't happen.
2: <laughs> I did like the fact that that little uh, diner that they had on the roof of that Fuji Film building uh-huh. with, th- with the table that fortunately the prop guy put a third chair so he could throw it off the building.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like Robert, I mean, uh, Nathan would have set up that, s- that scene, right? All right. Hey, mm-hmm. CIA guys, come here. We're going to meet on the roof. I want a table and a chair and a chair for him so we can have a chat on this building where everyone can see us so that the helicopter can spin around and get cool shots, right? How many chairs do mm-hmm. you want? Well, it's just the two of us, but Brad Pitt might get really mad. So let's bring a third so he can throw it off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um,
3: Sam, you never mind
2: be- the people on the floor. Yeah, he's pissed off that this guy got killed. He probably killed a dog or something with throwing
3: off that thing, you know? I was going to say, say I was talking about someone having a bad day. Imagine the guy who's just, (laughs) I just lost my job. This day couldn't get any. My
0: car. (laughs) (laughs) I said drop a penny off the roof, not a chair.
3: Right.
2: (laughs) You could actually make like a whole side cartoon off of that, you know? Like, (laughs) Like all of the events that Brad Pitt does because of his thing, like lead to this guy's like ultimate
3: demise. You know, like, like the in the guy who like, hits is the guy who's in the truck that drives into the building that blows up and kills the sheik.
2: Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, no. Well, before that, it was back and still in Germany. So, like, you have like, uh, like when he's doing oh, yeah. the chase away, trying to get away from the police, he like bumps a car and it crashes and it's that guy. And now he's, his car is destroyed. So he's got to like walk across the bridge, get over to West Germany and he's, he's all whatever. And then Brad Pitt throws a chair and hits him and breaks his leg or whatever. This poor guy. I feel bad for him. Uh, This man that we just invented I feel terrible for him
3: It it, it ends up being (laughs) Unger
2: Yeah Um, So This other thing happened in the movie that I don't know if it bothered me But it It kind of Uh, bothered me a little bit So if I came into your office Sam Right Mm -hmm. now And said Give me everything you got on Cornelius Right Okay it would take you minutes, right? Many, yeah, many I have to minutes. Turn around in my chair and get the file out of the cabinet. Right? No, you wouldn't have to do that. You would. You would have to. Oh, well, has a file. Pull, pull up. But you, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So this scene when they he, he just he just throws out a name, right? They've not talked about her at all in the movie, and he just throws out this name, whatever the the woman's name was, and then the guy speaks into his speakerphone, get us everything you have on her, and then. Yeah what and I don't and maybe there's a passage of time but they don't the camera doesn't show you that right it's like then this woman comes in and she's got this file that's multiple pages and there's copies for everyone not to mention the powerpoint presentation that someone has already crafted for the computer screens and I'm pretty sure there was a theatrical trailer that was also released for the whole thing it was crazy like <laughs> I get you're the CIA but you still have to make photocopies of stuff you know yeah. like she still has to go to the copier and complain that the stupid thing doesn't work. And the guys from office space took out the other one and beat the hell out of it. So like all that still has to happen. Anyway, that's just, that's what goes into my mind when I'm watching these movies sometimes. I'm like, what? Did, do you have a file in a big room on just everyone that you might need to have a file on that you have a big meeting? Anyway, uh, whatever. If this was, this, this movie was made in 2016, someone would type a, on a, on a computer. Right. And then everything you would need would show up on your tablet. And then that seems I would get that. Whatever. Um, I'm nitpicking. I know. Uh, Ooh, that was weird. (laughs) Molly has a dog toy. Oh, (laughs) I didn't know it was a dog.
3: There there she is. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. There she is. Um, Apparently, she just likes showing up. Apparently, like, you know, since uh, Ted's uh, not doing this now, uh, apparently, that's our uh, transforming moment. (laughs) It's oh it's, just, the dog the comes on. and, up and you know. shakes yeah.
2: That she, sounds
1: about right. That's my dog.
2: She so. might as well get a, a character like right on the page or something on our Facebook or our, our, our website, I mean she's in the, she's in about as many episodes as Andrew's been so far, so I mean, um, actually probably more should be told. Yeah, she's my equal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, that's doggone funny. Yeah, it's scary. So plan B was to have... Let me get this straight. Plan A was to have sneak this doctor in and put a poison on the bad guy's chest and only he dies. Plan B was to let these guys basically go on a suicide mission and blow up a city block. But plan B sounds awful.
1: Yeah. I don't think I'd, I'd want plan B.
2: What I don't get is if you're willing to do plan B... But, but maybe. What?
3: No, I'm just kidding. That was an awful plan,
2: out huh? Oh. But what if you're willing to do plan B, why couldn't plan, if, make that plan C, why couldn't plan B have been a sniper on the roof across the street?
3: Yeah. Well, because I mean, they needed it, need it to look like it wasn't uh, an assassination attempt.
2: A guy drove a truck into the building with a bomb full of, you know. Bombs. A lot, yeah. You know, I mean, you know I'm saying, like, there was no way that that wasn't that. It was just a faulty airbag in a Ford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one guy Ford at, yeah, that one guy at Ford decided to pack it full of uh, C4 and Simtex instead of an airbag. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that truck hey, uh, was also made of Explodium,
3: too. Hey, uh, Jim, where's the uh, that little package of uh, C4 and uh, Simtex? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And why do we have it at a Ford manufacturing
2: company? It uh, doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway... <laughs> I just seem strange, but
0: I put it in the Astro. <laughs> okay, Ford Astro. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. I... Uh, the Ford Astro no, came. Come on, sorry. Okay, oh, no, you...
2: continue. Oh, okay, thanks. Uh, Explorer <laughs> expedition. Ex- the Ford explosion. I guess would be the 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 latest version. Did Skype just quit on us again, or are we still good?
3: Oh, I'm still here. No, I'm still, okay. still here? Yeah. I'm, I'm still here. I'm still standing. Uh,
2: <clears throat> I love it. He punks all those younger and smarter dudes with his retirement package bit. That was hilarious. Um, and uh, we heard this. Did we hear this? No. Wait. I'm confused. It doesn't matter. I'm going to play the clip. I can't remember...
1: for
2: tonight. I just so understand Operation Dinner is a soul Correct. Dinner on a go. That's right. Aunt Corny, you were listening to that like right before we went start we started and I, that's why I was yeah. confused I'm like wait a minute. So I liked that clip for many reasons. One, there's a guy yelling into a phone there's a military guy yelling into a phone. I like that. It might as well have been the sergeant from the Frighteners, you know. Um, two, I do not like you, right? <laughs> I don't have that handy, sorry. Uh, two, uh, it's, a t- it's a classic kind of trope where if you have text on a screen, it has to make noise. That That's text on the screen. Why it has to make that noise, I don't know. <laughs> they did it in Hunt for Red October. Um, and for some reason, I'm more okay with it in a 1989 movie than I am a 2001 movie. Right? Or when it was uh, for October it was 89 right um, it was in the no, 80s because no, 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 no. I mean the Soviet Union was still a thing so 88 yeah yeah um uh, 1990 90 okay so 1990 still'm I'm, I'm okay with that but for service in 2001 that just seems like a sin um. But then, but like I just again, I love the concept that he's in the room with the men that he's duping, and he calls the op a go while they're in there, and they have no idea because he's just (laughs) he's more clever than everyone in the room, including the director of the CIA. I just loved it. I really thought it was great. I like that scene. Um, but the only other the only other real kind of issue I have with the movie is that. He uses, well, first of all, he uses a typewriter to create an order. Are we still using typewriters in 2001? Yeah, you don't. No, I
0: don't. I mean, he might be one of those people that's like, you know, I I don't know technology. I don't understand it. I'm not going to use it.
2: Right. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. And maybe orders like that are, in fact, written on typewriters so that they can't be hacked or something. I don't know if that was a concept in 2001. I don't know.
1: True
3: you know we just did get past uh, the whole y2k thing so yeah we were still
2: kind of freaked out about that and when this movie was released we were it was before 911 i mean we were months before 911 so I, I don't know what that means but it means something um but so he 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 creates a fake order and the order is for them to invade China right let's not let's let's they invade China with helicopters, right? And they shoot prison guards and kill them so they can rescue these two Americans. Yep. And China is going to be just okay with that. I, you know what I'm saying? Like Something tells me they'd be a little upset. Yeah. And then of course the American government never claimed that he was an American citizen or even, you know, he wasn't a, a, an agent, right? Because that's what they had. They had. 24 hours before we had to claim him so they they did that so so, so the US can come to shake their hand and go I will wait wait well no. done you've captured a spy he, he, not us he wouldn't know we don't know who did it some helicopters flew in and took care of him I don't we don't know who he, you know saying so um but I kind of feel like China's gonna be pissed yeah you know you know I, I feel
1: bad for the guards
2: I do too they're just doing their job. Yeah, at this prison that keeps losing electricity at a at a breath's notice, you know, you just all you gotta do is just plug in your your iPhone, and the freaking building just almost kills you.
3: That's pretty much true now, you know.
2: <laughs> that's actually kind of true for the building that I work in. Um, that's it. Uh, I'm gonna play uh, a couple of tropes I wrote. Yeah, the prison break <laughs> trope, chopper made of explodium. um. We had a ah crap. Where is it? We had a training montage, and we and we had a spy montage. <laughs> we had two montages. It
3: was good. Double your fun. It was our own montage of all. That's right.
2: Uh, nope. okay. uh, no. 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 I appreciate the effort, but I award you no points.
1: May God have
2: mercy on your soul. <laughs> Yeah. Um Audible sponsored this show. Uh you can go to audible.com, audibletrial.com Trial dot com slash are using. you can get a free audiobook and a thirty day free trial. Uh and you can go download the Clive Custler Clive who? Clive? Clive Custler Cussler
0: Muir, Muir. Muir. No, Muir.
2: Not, not Nathan. Muir. Clive Custler Muir. Uh, Sahara. Narf. Wait, Narf. isn't that the name
1: of the the hammer in Thor?
2: That's that's Meow Meow.
1: <laughs> nier, nier, nier.
2: That's what she calls Get it up, in the nier. movie. Nier. So I always call it Meow so it Meow. Took me,
3: it took me probably the third viewing to catch that she actually said Meow Meow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> meow Meow? What's Meow Meow?
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, she even said it in the second movie. She's like, hey, look, Meow Meow, or something like that. Yeah. Mielnir is what it's actually called. Oh, sounds okay. <laughs> good. There's a lot of J's and weird other letters in there, but... Okay. Uh, trivia. Tony Scott asked for more money to film the rooftop scene in Berlin in order to rent a helicopter for an aerial scene, but the producers refused, so Scott believed that the scene was so important he rented the helicopter with his own money. How cheap are the producers? You can't give wow. me five grand to rent a helicopter pilot in a helicopter?
3: Well, Deadpool calls them asshats.
2: Right. So. <laughs> in the scene where Nathan enters his office after the CIA employees rummage through it, we can see director Tony Scott's faded red hat on the right next to the door. Um, Tony Scott dedicated this film in memory of his mother. His brother, Ridley Scott, did the same thing with Black Hawk Down.
1: And nobody was confused.
2: Uh, wh- what do you mean?
1: Well, I mean... you. I was trying to figure out: Was that the secretary that just died?
2: Or no, was that it... was that was his mother. Yeah, yeah,
1: and maybe. Yeah,
2: the average shot length of the movie. Right, so your shot, you know, average shots were two point seven seconds long. Jeez, it, it, it's just That's a, quick. It's a quick cut movie. Um,
1: Meanwhile, the Revelant is like the... three minutes long for each
3: shot. Yeah, yeah, you go, you can almost not bear it. Oh, ah! there. You,
2: you redeemed yourself, sir. Uh, when the film was previewed in the summer of 2001, Brad Pitt said that it dealt with the blowback from unsuccessful CIA operations and suggested that it might mean America had been the world's leading power for too long. However, after the 9-11 attacks, Pitt was quoted as saying the movie indicated that the CIA ops were needed now more than ever. So there you go. Um, Our recasting game. This is what I came up with because I actually thought about this for a little bit. I want as the Nathan character, I want Kevin Costner. Now we already seen that him do that same thing in Jack Ryan movie. Okay. So maybe that's a little bit of typecasting, but I like Kevin old Kevin Costner now. As yeah. being clever and can outwit people, kind of I like that version of him. Um, I thought, and plus I, I, still he's in a new movie. And I still kind of can't really see him as an action guy. Whereas, like if it was Liam Neeson, I would expect him to beat people up, you know. Yeah. So I can kind of see like a Kevin Costner in that role, and then as my as the young as the Brad Pitt character, I put Bradley Cooper.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Yeah, I could.
2: Kind of a it. smart ass, kind of little, whatever. You can kind of see him falling for the girl. Yeah. So those those are the guys I came up with. If you guys speaking
1: know. of as uh, Elizabeth Hadley mm-hmm. character, it could be any other attractive female.
2: Yeah, I mean, gosh, you just insert attractive. Insert, yeah. Emily Blunt. There you go. Yeah. Because she has a there. British accent, and so did that woman. So you can keep the same kind of backstory.
3: Okay. So- <laughs> You okay? I
1: was looking at the pictures of the cast. Oh no! Did you see the picture of Tro- uh, of Larry Brigman, Troy Folger?
2: No, I want ha- it.
3: <laughs> Larry Brigman. Yeah, he's
1: like fourth down, fifth down.
2: Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the
2: look of uh, he, the the Ugh. shark. Just I was
3: sad and defeated, man.
2: The the shark just touched him in the foot. He's getting ready to get eaten. <laughs> yeah. Or junk. Or <laughs> Oh, that's right. He was not Die Hard with a Vengeance. He was the boss. I like him in that movie. Yeah. That, he
1: <laughs> looks, yeah, like something touched his foot in the, in the ocean. Because he's, he's literally swimming in the ocean in this picture, folks. Yeah. I know you, you know.
2: You can't. Well, you go, yeah, go go to the website. Check it yeah. out. Or if you're driving, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. That's actually really great.
1: I do know uh, David Hemmings, who played Harry Duncan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like that guy staring in the window right now.
2: <laughs> nice. That's Might creep everyone out listening <laughs> to the show.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's funny. He was not he he was the dude from Gladiator, right?
1: I think so, yes. The,
2: the guy who was the voice guy. Oh yeah, wow, he died in 03. That's sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was in Gladiator, yeah. Are he you had, not entertained? He had a great Ken Leong, he would probably be our, uh, he's our X-Men connection, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, in that terrible X-Men movie. Oh, is I like he, it. Wait. He's
1: our lost connection, too.
2: He's going to be in the, um. for, he's going to be, wait. He, oh, that's right. He was in The Force Awakens. I forgot about that. Um, I don't know why I saw this. He was in, so i he was in a TV series called Zero Hour for, a handful of episodes, which made me think of the movie Rush Hour, which made me think of the new TV show, Rush Hour, that they're making. Oh, dear. Have you seen oh, that, Corny? Really? Who's no. in
1: that
3: one? Who's who are the,
2: Give me a second, I'll tell you.
3: Why what is, what is this happening?
2: Rush Give Hour. Me. Here it is. Um uh, John Fu. Yeah, John Fu is Lee.
3: Uh, that sounds like a made-up name.
2: Yeah, uh, and <laughs> Justin Hires is Detective James Carter.
3: Neither of them I've never heard of. Yeah,
2: let's see. Um,
3: There's some good things in that, I guess.
2: <laughs> he's in a movie called <laughs> Kin Jong Made Me Do It. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh He was in... <sighs> I feel like that's a t-shirt I need. I don't know. Anyway, the funny part, though, corny, and while I was listening, if you've seen Rush Hour, Chris Tucker is a tall man. He's like six three, and Jackie Chan is like five six, right? Five seven.
3: Yeah.
2: In this show, John Fu is like six one, and <gasps> the the black guy is like like Kevin Hart size. <laughs> uh, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, the John Fu dude, he's done a. Oh my gosh, he's done a bunch of... He did Tekken, the movie Tekken, Universal Soldier 2. I've got a special set of skills. No. Uh, (laughs) Nice. uh, Sean Connery. (laughs) Uh, He did a movie called Vikingdom. That's interesting. Anyway, uh, that's happening. So, sorry if that makes you sad. Or happy. I'm actually kind of interested to see what it looks like. uh, It's going to be be poo. It might be, but I mean... There's a lot of other poo on TV right now. Um, soundtrack great. I gave this a, a '90s action-y. I guess I'll be an NA. HDS. What did you? What is HDS?
0: Haji dubstep.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that your Haji dubstep. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, Harry Gregson Williams did the score. Um, if you don't know who that is, he would his. I think his kind of signature music would have been. He did the score for the Chronicles of Narnia. I love Which was the the actually really cool. good. Yeah. yeah, he did that. Right. Oh, actual
3: dubstep. The best part is all I see is uh, the picture of Brad Pitt that uh, Sam has elected as uh, profile photo tonight. Oh yes. that's going
2: on. yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Harry Gregson-Williams has actually done a lot of really good stuff, I and mean, he did. A, he's also done a lot of stuff for Tony Scott. He did Deja Vu, Domino. Uh, he did, uh, for his brother, Ridley Scott, Kingdom of Heaven. Um, oh. he, he did all of the Shrek movies. Um, X-Men Origins Wolverine. That's not his fault. Ooh. It's not his fault. I
1: like that one.
2: It's terrible. I <laughs> like
1: it. It's, it's like the, it's like an infomercial for knives. What
2: is it? <laughs> what is there it to like It a...
1: slices through anything. It slices through helicopters. It slices through... Concrete.
2: I don't, he didn't, we sliced, we diced,
1: and no sharpening needed.
2: I don't, I don't like, I don't know, I just, I don't like it. I mean, <laughs> Corny, didn't you and I go see that together or something? I, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I but I did. remember like just, you and I were trying to talk each other into liking it, and we, neither one of us did.
3: I just, no, there was nothing, we about. I, I
2: remember you getting mad, because I knew nothing of Deadpool, and you were like, dude, that is not what Deadpool is supposed to be, and that was awful.
3: Um, I was so yeah that oh, well, whatever.
2: And I, I got sorry. mad at it because it was like, so they put Patrick Stewart in as Charles Xavier, right, with a bad CGI version of, of Patrick mm-hmm. Stewart, by the way. Mm-hmm. So we're establishing that that what has happened, that will happen in X Men One and Two and whatever, are it's part of the same story arc, right? But then why did you change the Sabretooth character into his brother? Like, that doesn't make any sense because he's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that they use the X-Men Origins comic series. But even in that, he's not his brother. He is. He is in that that version. There is a version where they're brothers. But then why did you make that change midstream, you know? Like, why doesn't he look like, you're right. Like, why don't you make him look like what the first one looked like? It was dumb. There's a lot of dumb. It's a terrible movie.
1: I like it.
2: You shouldn't. You should hate yourself.
1: No, <laughs> I like the, the next Wolverine one even more.
2: Yeah, that is, it's actually less bad, but it's still not good. <laughs> yeah. At least that one is, I mean, there's a lot of neat kind of action in it.
1: There's some great visuals in that movie. I mean,
2: there are, again, it's less bad, uh, but it's, but then it, it does the same thing that pisses me off. It, 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 it creates a thing and then we don't continue it in the next movie. Wolverine loses his claws, right? Mm-hmm. He loses his metal claws in that movie. But then when we see him in Days of Future Past, he has his metal claws. So which is it? Um, Well, exactly. They they grow back. They don't grow back. Metal doesn't grow back. Bone grows back. The bone Uh, grows back.
1: And then the adamantium is is stretchy on the inside. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, good luck with that one. Corny, don't you dare agree with him.
1: It does come back.
2: How? How does the metal come back?
1: Well, because uh, it's like it's like high tech plastics that fix
3: themselves.
2: That doesn't sound right. It's metal. Look it up. I will. I
1: will.
3: Look it up. Yeah, look up a. <laughs> we're, we're, we're also we're also arguing about a fictional metal.
2: <laughs> I I it's, under it's, I understand that, like but, what, but 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 <laughs> what you're telling me is is that you created this scenario where if they show it in the movie that he cuts off his his claws and then the bone grows back, but there is no metal. They put it in the movie. So if you establish this rule, then you should continue it into the next movie. If you're if you're saying that this that because Days of Future Past is a direct sequel to Wolverine, okay, that's what I'm saying. If you have him if you have him in Days of Future Past with just his bone claws, fine, but he has his metal claws because he stabs Kitty Pride with them for whatever reason. Again, I don't have I don't like that that movie either. So. You know, the group
1: infused, good, good this, this is a, a University of Illinois at Urbana um, uh, study. The group infused a plastic-like polymer with microscopic capsules containing a liquid healing agent. Cracking open the material caused the capsules to rupture, releasing the healing agent. When the agent made contact with the catalyst embedded in the material, chemical reaction bonded the two faces of the crack together. Therefore, plastics can heal themselves. So adamantium is just the right. next level of, of self-healing plastics. That
2: doesn't sound right. That, that, sa- that that's sounds more enough. like like they use plastics to heal bone from the no, way no, that, that was described.
1: They were talking about hitting a helmet, was it? Was it? The picture on here shows, good God. I know, like, again, oh, no, again, the again. The picture we're, on it shows a, a guy
3: smashing a guitar. Whatever. Right. Uh, so I, I, was, I was mistaken. It does come back, but it does not regenerate itself. Apocalypse has it rebonded to a skeleton.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Then <I'm> then <laughs> t- show us that or something. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, no. I mean, the, the,
3: I mean, the Fox I, is never going to... If you're going to... And I
2: understand that, but... It would yeah. make
3: sense. Fox is like, no, screw, screw but
2: But I will say this. Fox or somebody had to leak out like... Well, wait a minute. If Apocalypse, because the next movie, Rod right, Apocalypse, is going to be set like in the 80s. So, is it? yeah. Okay. It's like in the 80s. That's how they keep using James McAvoy, right? Oh, okay. So, like, it's because I know the he timelines do get confusing. Like, eh. Yeah. Well, Patrick Stewart's old, you know. Um, he will never die. Well, yeah. He can just transfer his whatever to another body. But he. Um, i take you
3: to see the professor. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one? Which oh, boy,
2: <laughs> the timelines are so confusing. They, um... <laughs> so, so they go back to the 80s, and so people are like, well, wait a minute. If they go back to the 80s to fight um, Apocalypse, then why isn't there signs of Apocalypse in the first movies?
1: Because they've erased that from that timeline.
2: N- no... The, the, the rule is, well not the rule, but the explanation is, is that Trask's sentinels have actually already killed him at that point.
3: That's impossible.
2: That's the story that I read online. Like, because you well, have to, fine. you have to explain how he's not around. He would, he would be around, right? Uh, um, Bo- oh, maybe.
1: Wolverine. Okay.
2: No, Apocalypse.
1: Oh, apocalypse, okay.
2: Yeah, he would be around doing things. He can't do whatever he
3: wants. He don't have to just fly away. He just, might be sleeping.
2: Yeah, maybe he is he is it a he, right? Yeah, he, he could be. Yeah, yeah. He, you're he could do any of those things. But that was the question that was asked on the internet. Um Andrew, have we totally lost
0: you? Uh no. Okay.
2: I just realized, I haven't heard of Andrew in a while <laughs> um, Nerds and, Yeah, I know, I need to stop, I'm sorry we're, This long, episode's way too long, Spy Game is what we did What did I oh, learn? Well,
1: you, know, you know what the comic book Shit. movie did, did Spy Game, or did Spy Craft well? What was that? Captain America 2
2: Yes, it did, it really did Absolutely We should all stop what we're doing right now and go watch that movie Forget- right, peace Forget the Wolverine movies and the X Men movies. They haven't made not, a good one since. I the think second. we can all
1: agree that we that, that that's a fairly, fairly that
2: that's a really good movie. Um, and it's a good movie standalone. Forget that it's Marvel. You know, because mm-hmm. you're saying like there's no magic, so there's not a whole lot you have to like believe in. You can just watch it. Um, what did I learn? I learned that uh, don't piss off a man on his day. He's on his last day of retirement. Um, um, yeah.
1: Oh, one question. What? One quick question: Stop The two hundred and eighty-two thousand mm-hmm.
4: dollars—is
1: that is was that his savings? Yeah, his personal savings he used to to bail this guy out. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I just I thought it was—I was a hundred percent sure if it was his or, or somehow taken from an account from somebody else. No, that was
2: his money, and and okay. and, and what he does basically. He, I guess it's a trope. Where he gives you the rules, and then he breaks them all. He breaks them, yeah. You know, never let a asset or whatever interfere, whatever, and then he does it, you know, and make money, save it, and then don't let anyone ever touch it for any reason, and then he does it, you know, so. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. No, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, Incredibles. We. Oui. that was weird. How did that happen? <laughs> We're starting all over again. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Top three, Brad Pitt movies. What else would we do? I don't know. Uh, Andrew,
0: go. Uh, honorable mention, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. All right. <laughs> number three, Burn After Reading. Oh, I've never seen that. I don't Oh, you've like got to it. watch it. Yeah, no. I like fan. it. Uh, number two, Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> and number one, Fight Club.
2: Ooh. Okay. I'll take it. Sorry. Take it. I got really sucked into. I was looking at Brad Pitt movies and he's doing a movie called War Machine. No. I it, Well, his picture is nice. But I was looking at something called War Machine that's coming out. And so I thought, is War Machine getting his own movie from Marvel? No. Because no. <laughs> you would have thought that. Uh, Especially
1: since it looks like he's dead.
2: Yeah. Anthony Michael Hall is in it, though. I don't know what Doesn't it's about.
3: Oh no! Let not uh, he? No, he kills.
2: Oh, people. a satire of America's war with Afghanistan, with a focus on the people running the campaign. Okay. Neat. Sorry. Uh, corny.
3: Neat. All right. Uh, my uh, my number three is gonna be, uh, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> okay. Uh my, my number two is uh, uh Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Hmm. Still like the movie. And uh, just like Andrew, my number one is Fight Club. And now, we've talked about it twice. I've yeah. broken the rule. I know,
2: you really have. Yep. Uh, okay. Sam?
1: got an honorable mention to the Ocean's movies. Okay. I do enjoy those. My number three is Seven.
2: Mm-hmm. What's in the box? What's, What's in the, the box? box? Uh,
1: my number
3: number. Two... Oh.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> my number two is uh, Legends of the Fall. This is a gorgeous <laughs> Every movie.
2: Every time I hear that movie, I think of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> What'd you guys do last night? We stayed in and watched a movie. What'd you watch? It was Legends of the Fall. It was all right. Anyway, I don't remember this. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. It was when they were fat. When he and Trebatsky were in a relationship, and they were talking about like they stayed in and watched a movie. It was Legends. Wait for it. Of the Fall, Legends yeah. of the Fall. It was all right. Ah. Anyway, yeah. sorry.
1: And I'm going to continue the trend and have Fight Club at number one.
2: Well, I'm going to buck that trend.
1: No, you're not. I've you're going to have a clean suite.
2: I've never seen Fight Club.
1: Dude!
2: Because The, because, the actual hell. Right, because the last, I, I know how it ends because someone told me. Oh, man. Someone told me the, the, how it ends and like what the big secret is about Tyler Durden and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, well... I guess it's I'm not going to watch the movie now. It's
1: still worth seeing. I it do, really is. Yeah. It's even with the twist. And I some yeah. of the crap that goes on in that movie is amazing. And I've
2: seen like the last 6 movies minutes of it anyway it was on FX and someone was like, "Oh, check this out. See, look." Blah, 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 and I was like, "Ah." Oh. Well, Dude, I, I'd
1: slap whoever told you the ending of that. I movie. don't
2: remember who it was, but anyway, I was like, "Oh, I've never seen it. Thanks." Dang it Andrew. It wasn't Andrew. Okay. Not Andrew Jemison, but the other Andrew, but it wasn't yeah. him either. So my honorable mention would be, of course, the Ocean's <laughs> 11, or the Ocean's Trilogy. Uh, I think he's funny and funny and funny, and he eats all the time. Uh, my number three is Moneyball. I really like Moneyball. Did you? It was yeah. okay. I like baseball movies. I just don't like watching baseball. So Moneyball so
3: is really good.
1: What? Yeah, you're
3: right.
2: <laughs> what do you mean I'm weird?
1: Uh, Corny, you don't like baseball
3: nothing. either. I, nothing. I, I, I'm actually okay with me. There's
1: nothing American about you, boy. Whatever.
2: Did you just call me boy? (laughs) The hell you call me? (laughs) Wait a minute. Okay. (laughs) Twinkle pants I'm okay with. You're not going to call me boy. (laughs) You're going to have issues. Who's your
1: elder, huh?
2: You are older than me. That does not mean that you are my elder. I do not have to look up to you, though you are taller than me.
1: Well, so, uh, no, yeah, yeah.
2: I, I still have your Xbox and your Guardians of the Galaxy poster, which may go up in flame at any moment. <laughs> my number two, I put is seven, and my number one was Mr. and Mrs. Smith because I think that movie is hilarious. I love it. Uh, there you go. Cool. You asshole. Um, <laughs> we have an email tonight, and I just need to, need to get to it. Okay. Um. Where is it? This is from Anonymous, even though uh, unfortunately for this person, their name is in the email that they sent <laughs> me. So I know exactly who it is, but they asked to be renamed uh, to be uh, Anonymous. Though okay. the picture that their uh, avatar on uh, Gmail is quite cute. Um, anyway, stop flirting. Uh, I'm not. It's not of that person, it's of her children oh, okay. or his. Uh, hey guys, I am a, I am an occasional listener of your show. I mostly just overhear my husband okay, so it's a woman. I mostly well, we just know, but hey well we
3: live in a progressive society.
2: Not in North Carolina we don't. Um, <laughs> anyway, not. I
3: really? mostly Sam just, Sam just called you boy, so I'm pretty sure yeah yeah yeah
2: well, let's, let's, yeah let's be fair here. Which one of us here has offended somebody else? Um, I mostly just overhear my husband uh, listening to it can't read. Why is the font so damn small in this? Um, I mostly just overhear my husband listening to it and laughing hysterically and at times uncontrollably. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Out of sheer morbid curiosity, I pursued or uh, pursed through your website and decided that you haven't reviewed enough horror films or rom-coms. Oh Listen, we just did one, okay? Uh, rom-com, but it kind of wasn't really a rom-com, but we thought it was. So that counts, damn it. So I am requesting that you review Final Girl and Mrs. Pettigrew Lives for a Day. I told my husband that I would suffer through The Force Awakens with him if you review one of these movies.
3: No, wait a minute. It's not suffering if you go through The Force Awakens. Yeah,
2: The Force Awakens was a great movie. Um, And I may even listen to your show a little more often. Sincerely Anonymous. Thank you for your email, oh, no, Anonymous. Not, no. But <laughs> yeah. um Hey, I thought they were going after Trump. Yeah, we, yeah. Hack, Trump. hack the hell out of that guy. Don't don't leave us yeah, alone. Don't, don't, yeah. What is Mrs. Pettigrew Lives for a
0: Day? What the hell is that?
1: I don't know. Is a I don't I've
0: never even heard it, of that. It has I a good it. score on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Well, decent.
2: Like, miss Pettigrew seven Lives for a Day. All I have to type is Miss, and it's the fifth one that comes up. It's an hour and a half, PG-13, Guinevere Pettigrew, a middle-aged London governess, finds herself unfairly dismissed from her job. An attempt to gain new employment catapults her into glamorous world and dizzying social world of an American actress and singer. My God.
3: Please. Please let Uh, us do this one. Really? Yes.
2: Amy Adams is in it. It has Amy Adams.
0: Amy so Adams so much.
3: I'm okay with that. Why
2: do you want to see this so bad? I'm a little scared. Because
1: Amy Adams is awesome. Mac- no, no, I just. Francis McDermott. Like this is going to be a great movie.
2: I don't, I don't think so. And what was the other one that she wanted us to do?
1: Nymphomaniac?
2: No. Final, <laughs> Final Girl. Final Girl. Final.
1: Is that like Gone Girl,
2: the sequel? Final Girl, 2015. Oh, Abigail Breslin? Um, West, oh, West Bentley, Logan Huffman. So a bunch of.
1: Oh, what is that? Where I feel going? like I've gone to college with most of those people. A man
2: teaches a young woman how to become a complete weapon. Later, she is approached by a group of sadistic teens who kill blonde women for unknown reasons. The hunting season begins.
3: Oh wait wait wait! Sweet. I like to point out something that's uh, pretty pretty uh, important here. Okay. Um, I'm guessing that's the rom com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh if you look down uh it, it gives a little rating of uh or a popularity thing. Uh Miss Pettigrew is actually down for uh down by five hundred ninety points. Yeah. However, Final Girl is up, up. by two thousand five hundred That's because two people just looked it up and it's you and Sean Right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's actually pretty accurate.
3: I am now playing the trailer.
2: No, do it now. But uh, the comments under the uh, reviews are like, you should, it should be good, but it's not very well made. And you know what you're getting into. (laughs) Not a bad movie to watch alone.
1: Hey, that one wasn't mine.
2: Um,. A complete waste of electricity, someone said. <laughs> oh. So far, so far, so, so good. So, so, Sam, that's a slasher movie. Are you going to be all right with that? Yeah, I'm not a big fan, but I know you're I'll not. do it. Oh, okay, we'll do it for mm-hmm. anything for listeners, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: No? All right, uh, it's time to wrap this show up. It, may, we're... Maybe
1: Anonymous will watch that with with her husband. His, oh. Her
3: husband. oh, Finnegan. Finnegan's in this movie uh, from... Uh...
2: Hunger games. games. Oh, neat. Yeah. Cool. Right. Uh, well, good for him. Um, out of 10, Andrew. I'm so
0: confused. What movie are we rating? Spy Games. Spy Games. <laughs> oh, <girl. laughs> uh, well, let's see. Which X-Men? Let's see.
2: <laughs> Not X-Men. No, we talked uh, about that more than we did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find it. Okay. Yeah. IMDb gave it a 7. I don't like that at all. Uh, I, you know, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't something I'd plan on watching again. Maybe a 5.2. All
3: right. Okay. Uh, corny. Uh, again, I, I was very, very pleased with the film. I liked it a lot, and it uh, actually kept my attention for a very long time. Uh, I'm going to go with a 7.7. All
2: right. Uh, Sam, sorry.
1: I'm gonna give it uh, a good six point three helicopters in the way of a sniper shot out of ten. Six point three. All right.
2: Yep. Okay. Yep.
1: It's it's decent, but one
2: and done for me. All right. Did we ever find out if the doctor died when that when the building went? Oh yeah, bo- he, did. he did. He did. Okay. Uh, well then, um, I'm gonna give it. I liked it. I kind of did, and I'd, I'd watch it again. I mean, kind of on my own if I had nothing else to watch, but. When is that ever? Oh, when is that ever a thing?
1: Myself.
2: Right. Um. I'm gonna give it, it a. So, what? No. Probably not that. Well, I mean, maybe like no a like, like a theater. Oh, okay, this is getting weird. I have to have my twinkle pants on.
4: <laughs>
2: um, seven point four. Um, exploding Ford airbags. There you go. That's it. That's our show. Um, what are we doing next week? Well, I'm going to tell Final you. Final Girl. No. Well, we, we will do it, but we're not doing it next week. Uh, it's on the Honestly, list, okay? Final Girl. God, it's awful. It's on the list.
1: Mrs. Pedigree. You
2: know what? Final Girl, might, if, it stays, if it stays streaming long enough, we might just do that for Halloween next year. Because we had trouble looking at finding good Halloween movies to watch this That's year. Because um, they were all kind of terrible.
1: Well, well got it, Netflix kept taking them away from us.
2: You're right. That, true. That, is, that is a thing. It's so, like
3: two, two or three on our list were all of a sudden gone. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We got Amazon Prime this year. Pettigrew.
2: That's good, too. I'm just going to put Miss Pettigrew. Hopefully, we'll remember what the hell that is in nine months. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> so, next week, we are doing. Kind of, so, the new Daredevil dropped, right? New Dare- yes. Daredevil Season 2. And I have not watched it yet, but I'm going too soon. Uh, but it has The Punisher in it. So in honor of that, I'm not going to make us watch Daredevil. Um, we're going to watch The Punisher. Oh, I don't know. Is Daredevil streaming? I doubt that that thing is streaming. No, I don't um, think so. Please well, uh, don't make me take, watch that. Take, corny, check to see if it's on Amazon Prime, your Amazon you. account. Check to see it there. Um, <laughs> I just want to make Andrew, uh, Sam squirm um, with that terrible oh. movie.
1: It's horrible movie. But, but we're
2: gonna do the Punisher next week. The uh, Thomas Jane. So uh, make sure you watch the correct one because I think there's two um, versions streaming. So not the Dolph Lundgren version.
3: Oh.
0: But we're doing the. That's uh, do the <laughs>
2: yeah, pretty much. In fact, I don't think he ever even uses the word that. But anyway, uh, so make sure you watch the Thomas Jane version of the Punisher. Uh, it also has, which is B, it. Um, <laughs> crap. John Travolta's in it. There you go. He's the, he's a bad guy. We also got some other good stuff coming up, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, as always, you may send us requests, and we will be much obliged to do them. i be even if
1: we complain. We're we'll yeah,
2: all all you know, even if, reluctantly, we will do it. Um. <laughs> so yeah, stay tuned For next week for the Punisher. Thank you fun.
1: anonymous for your email by the way yeah and don't hack us please
2: um, You may leave us a review on iTunes Stitcher and Google Play visit our website cheapseatreviews.com um, where you'll see former episodes and, and reviews and our, our not reviews but and our um, like our ratings and stuff like that if you're just really curious as our ratings and rankings oh. and things like us on Facebook facebook.com/ slash cheapsuitreviews. follow us on Twitter at cheap I am at Sean J. Allred. Sam is at sanichi 16 Corny is at Johnny darko 16 And Andrew is at A. Jemison. You may, of course, call us and leave us a voicemail. That's real. I'm serious. You can do it. Just call your phone. Pick your phone up right now as you're listening to us. And just call 704-271-4290.
3: Um, or call 1-800-SEAN. No, I'm that, just that we'll won't that. get you anything.
2: But, yeah, 704-271-4290. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on air. Seriously. We'll do it. Um, And, of course, you may send us your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. That's going to do it for us and Spy Game. So on behalf of uh, Andrew, Corny, Sam, Robert Redford, and Brad Pitt, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening. Uh, Good night. And, you know, don't get caught up in Spycraft.